Hey, welcome to the podcast. In this episode, I'd like to empower you to start working towards creating a life you love. I'd like to guide your mind to the realization and the understanding that you're actually worthy of a life that you love in all aspects. Okay, and creating that life, working towards that vision is actually quite simple. I'll synthesize some insights from Zen Buddhism, from neuroscience, as well as some of my own philosophies to hopefully create some paradigm shifts for you. My goal is not to just give you information, but to show you a new way of thinking. And so thank you for listening. We all know that we think a lot. I mean, our days are spent going from one thought to the next thought to the next. And research shows that we actually think the same thoughts almost entirely, right? Upwards of 90% of every thought we think, we think chronically. Okay, and this can be good if we train the mind to think those thoughts that are conducive to our vision, right? But we all know that by default, our mind actually goes to the negative, right? And so what happens when you spend your entire day your entire week, your entire life, visualizing, thinking, ruminating upon a reality that you don't even want. Well, I'll tell you what happens. As a matter of neurophysiology, your thoughts affect your limbic system, right? Which is the part of your brain that creates hormones and, and that secretes hormones. And so when you think certain thoughts, you affect your emotions and your emotions that affect your actions. And before you know it, you've created your entire reality based on these thoughts. And when 90% of these thoughts are thoughts of our past, are disempowering, are limiting, then we create a reality, a life that is also such. Okay, so how can we start to transition such that most of our thoughts, most of our emotions and Thus, most of our actions reflect the reality that we want to create. Well, I'm going to go over that in this podcast. I'd like to empower you to realize that you're powerful. You can create a life that you love. My friend, you need not settle. Every single aspect of your life should be something that you love. Now, inevitably, there's going to be tragedy. There's going to be sorrow. There's going to be pain and difficulty. That is the human experience, and we mustn't detract or run away from that. However, ultimately, the one deciding what your experience is, is you. And so, there's nothing outside of you that can dictate what you perceive. We you perceive, your experience of the world is all decided by you, right? You are in control. And so what we want to do is start to perceive our world in an empowering way. That which we, which we cannot change, we can change our relationship to. Or we can accept entirely. And in this way, we start to move through life empowered. Rather than simply reacting to our environment like a leaf in the wind, we're actually using our intellect and our conscious mind as human beings to create intentionally, okay? And we can expand this same skill that we have as humans to create a life that we love. 
Now, the first realization I'd like to impart on you is that you are actually worthy of a life that you love and that you can create that for yourself. I'd like you to start dreaming. Start imagining, visualizing a life that you love. Okay, maybe it's the friends. Maybe it's romance, a beautiful girlfriend or boyfriend. Maybe it's a community that loves you and supports you or a career or work that allows you to transform others and uplift humanity. Whatever it is for you, I'd like you to start imagining, start dreaming. You know, as we enter adulthood, it's so easy for us to lose touch with the world of the infinite. That is the world of imagination, wherein no boundaries but the limit of your imagination exist. Okay? And as a result, most people, they'll just go through their life running that same program, thinking those same thoughts, getting those same results in their life. Not us, right? We understand that by imagining, by dreaming, we can start to create a life that we love. Dr. George Spencer talks about this and about what happens in your body when you start to consider a future that you actually would like to bring into your life. When we think the same thoughts day in, day out, when we're stuck in the past from a mental standpoint, then our body, we've discovered in science, actually is also stuck in the past. Our thoughts affect our neurochemistry, which affect our entire body, and which even affect your gene expression, right? Just in short, I'm not going to get into the genetics of this too much, but we have a genetic code, right? Your DNA. And under different chemical conditions within your body, different parts of this genome is going to be expressed, right? This is what is called epigenetics, right? Like if you smoke cigarettes, then you'll have a lot of methyl groups floating around in your blood and that'll cause a certain gene expression that is linked to cancer, right? Now, what we think, right, whether we're thinking about the past traumas and difficulties and circumstances, or we're thinking about the empowering, uplifting, vivid vision, right, all of that information is actually affecting our very DNA, okay? So when you think in the past, your body knows not the difference. So your body, your subconscious mind thinks it's in the past and it expresses the biochemical markers and the genetic expressions associated with that past. Okay, and so by thinking in the past, you're literally, literally locking yourself into that past. Okay, what we want to do is guide our minds towards the vision. Okay, and so we start with that question. What do we want? What do you want? What do you want in your life? You know, if you had no possibility of failure, if you didn't care what people thought about you, if you had no expectations from the outer world, what would you want your life to look like? Where would you be hanging out? Who would you be hanging out with? What would you spend your time doing? What would your relationships look like? What would your free time look like? How would your body look like? How would you feel? What does your internal world look like? What are your beliefs about yourself? What do you value? What emotions are you occupying primarily? 
really start to create a vivid vision of the ideal. Somebody asked me on TikTok, are you living your ideal life? Like, am I living my ideal life? And I was inclined to say no. Because in my mind, the ideal is, by definition, impossible to achieve. The ideal can only express itself in a limited form in, in this world, right? By definition, it is something that is that is beyond the physical, okay? And so I would say, no, I'm not living the ideal, right? But because I've created the ideal reality in my mind and I understand what that looks like vividly, specifically, and clearly, then I'm able to orient myself against it and create enormous benefit in my life, right? And I want the same for you. It's not about living a perfect life. It's not about never feeling sad or transcending this human existence. It's about understanding the limit of what is a beautiful life for you. And by really understanding it on a deep, clear level, rising in our own life, right? When you know what that looks like, just by knowing it and visiting and offing and, and interacting with it, you will rise. You will be empowered. Your life will improve as a result. And so that's what we want to do. Or we want to identify the ideal for us, the ideal work, the ideal environments, the ideal skills, the ideal self-talk, the ideal beliefs and values, everything. Okay, what is that for you? Have you asked yourself? Have you really taken the time to reflect and journal about this? Right. It's not enough to just ideate about it once in a while. This has to be part of your daily rumination. Like I said, we have to start moving our thoughts, our emotions, our assumptions towards this reality. Right. This, ha- this has to become the default program. Okay. Joe Dispenza talks about this. As we start to train our minds to live in this new visualization, the limbic system will also be trained. That is, your brain's going to start releasing hormones and biochemical markers associated with this new reality. This affects your gene expression. This affects your body. This affects your actions. And thus affects your entire reality. Okay? If you can train your mind to live in the end, then the end will manifest all by itself. So that's the first step is what do you want? Create your vivid vision and don't hold back. Now, once we understand what that is, we want to start cultivating what I call a relationship with our future self. A relationship with our higher self, right? With the ideal version of us. In other words, there is a version of you who's already living the vision. We want to get to know them. Okay? And we want to get to know them in regards to six logical levels, right? This is from the DILTS model. I got this from Joseph Rodriguez in his subconscious reprogramming course. There is your environments. The version of you who's already in the vision, what are their environments look like? What are their environments like? Right? That is, what does their office space look like? Maybe they have a neater room than you do. Maybe where do they live? Right? What kind of car do they drive? What kind of clothes do they wear? Who do they hang around? Right? Where do they spend their time? Where do they go out to eat? Right? Really understanding where does this version of myself hang out? Right? And to the extent that is reasonable, start to embody those environments. 
we also want to ask ourselves, what are the behaviors of this version of ourselves? Right? What are their habits? What time do they wake up? Do they take a shower in the morning or evening? What do they wear? Do they work out? What do they eat? How do they spend their time? How do they structure their workday? Right? We move on to capabilities. This version of you is living the ideal life. Presumably, almost inevitably, has certain skills and capabilities that you do not yet have. By honing in those skills, you will start to become that person. And when you change, your reality will change as well. We also want to look at our identity. How do we see ourselves? You might see yourself as a 26-year-old, young, successful entrepreneur who has built his life and his career around empowering others to live their best versions, right? I definitely see myself as committed to becoming my best self mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, and to inspiring others, inspiring you to also embark upon that journey because it's my belief that when we become our best selves as individuals, we become our best version as a civilization, okay? We also want to ask the version of ourselves who's already in the vision, what are their values, okay? And examples of this might be community, friendship, romance, wealth, health, exercise, travel, hotels, good food, restaurants, truth, knowledge, wisdom, podcasting. These are all values that we can identify, right? And the vision, what I I like to call a unified vision, it all reflects back to these values, right? Essentially, we want to create a life for us that upholds and expresses all of these values. So by getting a a good understanding of of what our values are, we're going to have much more clarity on that path. And the last thing we want to look at is our beliefs. Okay, this version of you that's empowered, that feels attractive, that loves themselves, that's confident, that trusts themselves, that has a high self-esteem and high self-worth. This version of you has certain beliefs about themselves, right? And certain beliefs about the world, okay? Some beliefs that this person might have is that they're worthy of a life they love, right? They might believe that they're worthy of their own trust. You know, they're trustworthy. They might also believe that Even if they fail, that failure is part of their growth and evolution as a human being. And thus, they are beginning to enjoy that failure, right? They might even ask themselves, how can I fail today, right? We want to get to know those beliefs of this ideal version of ourselves and start to implement them into our own lives, right? And as we progress on the journey, I've talked about this in my other podcasts, we're going to face resistance, right? We're going to face our own limiting beliefs, Wherever there's limiting beliefs, we can train empowering beliefs, right? In order to adopt the mindset, the assumptions, the paradigms of the ideal self. I'll give you an example. Let's say, I'll give you a personal one. I have a big nose. I guess objectively it's a big nose, but I used to be insecure about this. And I've healed that largely through affirmation and through installing new paradigms, a new belief about my appearance. And I did so through an affirmation, right? Something like this. More and more, I'm finding that I actually like my nose. Because even though it's big, it doesn't really matter, right? As long as I own that shit, that is what is sexy. That is what is attractive. And so more and more, I'm finding myself liking my nose because it symbolizes my love in myself, right? 
and it represents my conviction and trust that I'm actually a high-value man and that anybody would be lucky to be with me. Okay, something like that might restructure our beliefs and allow us to actually be empowered by something. You see, I'm not getting surgery. I'm not changing the thing. I am changing my perception around it, right? And this is the power of beliefs. Zooming out a little bit, what we're doing here is building a relationship with our ideal self, right? We want to transfer our mind into their reality via imagination and pull wisdom from them, right? We want to study their behaviors, their environments, their skills and capabilities, their beliefs, their values, and their identity, right? Once we do this, we can start to become that person, right? We start to live like them, start to dress like them, start to walk like them, feel like them, think like them, believe like them, okay? Because my friend, when we change subconsciously, our reality will change, okay? And this is the most powerful method that I have learned, I've encountered to actually doing that. This is a culmination of the insights from people like Joseph Rodriguez, Neville Goddard, Earl Nightingale, a little bit of Alan Watts, right? And uh, who knows how many other geniuses. So in your journal, I'd like for you to answer those two questions. What do you want? And who are you in the vision? What is your ideal self in regards to those six logical levels? Now, as we become that person, we're going to face resistance. We're going to experience resistance and emotional reactivity, right? Let's say I'm trying to learn a new habit of sales because my vision is to launch a company and make $10,000 a month in revenue, for instance, right? One of the skills that the version of me in the vision might have is sales and marketing, right? And so on the journey, I begin to learn those skills, but I find myself really resistant to doing so, right? Wherever there is resistance, and this is a principle, right? A principle of this entire process. Wherever there's resistance or emotional reactivity, there is a self-limiting belief. And so what we want to do is pounce on it like a predator. Stop for a second, check in and ask ourselves, what do I believe here? What is the limiting belief here? In regards to sales, it might be something like sales is bad. You know, sales is manipulation and it actually hurts people and it's sketchy and snake-like and it just doesn't make me feel good. A very limiting belief, especially if you want to be an entrepreneur. And so we want to change our perception of it, right? And actually show ourselves that sales is actually service, right? That every time I sell product, given that I truly believe and value and trust in my product, I'm actually serving people because I can provide a transformation. Sales is thus a fair value exchange. So using affirmation and auto-suggestion, we can change our limiting beliefs into empowering paradigms. I go further into this in detail in one of my other podcasts. As we develop this relationship with the higher self, some really magical things happen. Let's say that you're in a social situation and you want to say no to something, but you're feeling resistance to doing so. We might ask ourselves, because we've been working with this relationship with our ideal self, what would my ideal self do in the situation? How would they act? How would they stand? How would they feel? How would they look at the situation? Okay. Via imagination, we actually build a bridge to that 
other reality and we pull wisdom. We pull insights. Okay? Just as an aside, as a matter of physics, in our current models of the universe, we know that there's actually all timelines existing simultaneously. Therefore, the version of you that is already living the vision exists. And they're handling this situation perfectly. Using imagination and these questions, how would my ideal self react to this? We can actually enter that reality and pull wisdom, pull insights. Okay, And that way the mind is not limited to our own physical world. If you're new to my podcast, welcome to my metaphysical ruminations. I don't talk about this in my shorter form content, but certainly in this longer form content, I like to ponder the secrets of the universe and ideate. So essentially, we can access those insights of our higher selves through this question. How would my ideal self react in this situation? And ultimately, what we want to do is build a relationship with this version of ourselves such that we have a vivid understanding of what they're like, right? How they think, how they see the world. And as we begin to embody those paradigms, embody those behaviors, those skills, those environments, those values and beliefs, then we are going to become them. And guess what? When you change, your reality will change as well. Okay. And so this is the process, right? I love this topic because it's a combination, a synthesis of spirituality and science, right? As a matter of neurophysiology, as a matter of physics is a matter of how we understand the world to work the process of manifestation is very much real right your mind can affect your physical world and it's doing so all the time we all know what worry is right it's when your mind affects your body and creates stress and how does it affect your world right it changes everything right now the other side of the coin is training your mind to visualize to ruminate upon the ideal reality. And if we can do that, if most of our thoughts can default to our empowering, uplifting, ideal reality, then we're going to find ourselves naturally moving towards that. As Earl Nightingale said in his famous The Strangest Secret, a man becomes what he thinks about. Okay, so start to think about what you want and start to leave behind that which you don't want. Train your mind, train your limbic system to default towards the positive, towards the uplifting, the inspiring, the ideal, and promise your world will change. Bust out the journal, write down what you want. I want a whole page of dreams, a whole page of imagination, of not holding back, okay? Then create the relationship with your higher self. Start to become them. And through the process of affirmation and changing your paradigms, eliminate any limiting beliefs that you have. Purify the mind. In this way, you can start to step into your ideal reality. My friend, you're powerful. You're worthy of a life you love living as you are. You have love in your heart. You're not a bad person. You're worthy of an epic life. Okay? Look around. There's infinite resources, abundant energy. The only limit is your imagination. So start to unlock that puppy. Dream. Imagine of a life that's awesome. 
Okay, and through this process, start to step into that reality. I hope you found this valuable. Share it with a friend. I would absolutely love if you leave a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this. It helped me out a lot. And if you leave a review, I will give you a shout out in the next podcast. Have a wonderful day, my friends. Thank you for listening. Uh, see ya.